Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can go online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. But I want to invite you in um, for these last two weeks, and then this is the final week of the sermon series, What Keeps You Up at Night? You know, in the first week we talked about... Um, those things, those difficult tasks that we have to face, and if we keep Christ at the center of our lives, we can face those difficult tasks without having to worry about them, with, and, and they become a little bit easier because we know Christ is at the center of our lives. And then the second week, we, we uh, looked at fear, and we talked a little bit about how do we handle fear, and, and talked about maybe that we can be, um, help people through fear, and that remember that in those darkest valleys and those difficult tasks, that, that we have nothing to fear, that God is with us. And this week, we're going to talk about broken or difficult relationships. And Paul had some good advice for this. And we're going to look into that in Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 11, or 9 through 21. Hear these words. Love should be shown without pretending. Hate evil and hold on to what is good. Love each other like members of your family. Be the best at showing honor to each other. Don't hesitate to be enthusiastic. Be on fire in the Spirit as you serve the Lord. Be happy in your hope. Stand your ground when you're in trouble. And devote yourselves to prayer. Contribute to the needs of God's people and welcome strangers into your home. Bless people who harass you. Bless and don't curse them. Be happy with those who are happy and cry with those who are crying. Consider everyone as equal and don't think that you're better than anyone else. Instead, associate with people who have no status. Don't think that you're so, so much smart. Don't pay back anyone for their evil actions with evil actions, but show respect for what everyone else believes is good. And if possible, to the best of your ability, live at peace with all people. Don't try to get revenge for yourselves, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. It is written, revenge belongs to me. I will pay it back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. By doing this, you will pile burning coals of fire upon his head. Don't be defeated by evil, but defeat evil with good. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to good. Amen. Broken and difficult relationships, they keep us up at night because they linger onto us. Kind of like eating a meal that, that, that doesn't agree with you, that lingers with you overnight, and you just, it just festers inside of you, and you just feel, Bleh! And sometimes they can throw us off balance. They, 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 we know that, that we have a difficult relationship in our lives, and, and we don't know how to handle it, and we just don't know what to do with it, and so we feel lost and alone. But let's be honest. People are difficult. At all times, some of us are difficult a little bit more than others. And, and, and if we recognize that sometimes we're being a difficult person, maybe that can help us open up to what Paul suggested here about building up with love. 
But we have to recognize that sometimes maybe we're the brokenness in that relationship. Maybe we brought something with us, along with us in a relationship that we didn't know that we were doing. Maybe we were asking someone to be someone that they're not. Maybe we're the ones setting up the high moral boundaries. Maybe we don't know the person as well as we thought we did. Brokenness and difficult relationships can throw us off balance. But they're kind of reflected, um, you know, people are difficult, and we see these bumper stickers that, that, that fly around, and, and maybe you've seen some of these. I was like, oh, that's not me, is it? Um, but maybe you see some of these bumper stickers. The more people I meet, the more I like my dog. Or another one, sometimes I wake up grumpy, other times I let him sleep. And this isn't for you, Duffy, I know they call you that sometimes. Another one is, all men are idiots, and I married their king. <laughs> Another one is, I don't suffer from insanity. I enjoy every minute of it. Another one says, how can I miss you if you won't go away? And this is one that I've said to my father a couple of times. Be nice to your kids, they choose your nursing home. How we handle difficult people matters. We can, as a dear friend of mine, Reverend George Gillen, taught me when I was first starting out in ministry that sometimes you're going to be dealing with difficult people. And the only way to handle those people is be kind to them. And I thought about that a lot yesterday as, as, I, was, um, refer- or as I was coaching the, the girls' game uh, on Saturday and, and thinking about what it meant um, when I was a referee, being on the other side, wearing the striped jersey, and, and realizing that these kids are in second and third grade. We don't need to call it like an NBA game. So who cares if the kid takes the ball and runs halfway across the court? I do. And so, of course, when, when, when one of my teammates, one of my team members took the ball and ran up the court, I may have said, that's walking. And it's because I want to teach the kids the rules of the game. And I want them to understand how to play the game in a good way, in a healthy way. I also know that I need to model a good example of that, not only for the kids, but also for, for the fans and the parents, and that I can't always be yelling at the referee every time they miss a call, because if I did, I'd always be yelling at them. But I have to remind myself that these kids are in third and fourth grade. We're not playing for rings or shoe contracts. We're out here to have fun. But then I remembered what it was like to be that referee, to have the coach in my ear or have the parents in my ears and and just think, man, I just wish I could throw everybody out and just let the kids play. But obviously I couldn't. But I've decided... This season, I'm going to treat referees with love. Notice, I'm struggling a little bit to say that. Because I'm going to have to remind myself of that. And that's what we need to do with those broken relationships, those, those, those difficult relationships. The, the things that we can do is, if we can show them what love looks like to us, we can tear down some of those boundaries. If we can show them how love can be practiced in this world, we can defeat evil with good. I think far too often we think that we have to run away from difficult relationships. And maybe that's part of our problem right now. 
that we won't, don't want to hear people whose opinions differ than ours, that we don't want to get to know our neighbor because they may think or act differently than us. And heaven forbid if they fly another team's flag on their property, we choose not to get to know them. And how difficult and broken relationships become healed or, or strengthened or, or become renewed and restored, they start with the simple act of getting to know your neighbor. I think Jesus was on to something here. But getting to know your neighbor isn't taking what you think is right, taking your standards and saying, you have to meet my standards. Have you ever noticed that Jesus just sat down and listened and got to know I think that's a good example for us to follow. And yes, you may disagree with their opinion, but if they see that you're listening, they see that you care, and they see that, that, that you actually do love them, even if they are wrong. And sometimes it's just acknowledging who they are and their pain and recognizing that they've got difficult things going on in their lives. And they're bringing that to the table, not for you to fix, but to be heard and loved on and cared for. And sometimes all we need to do is act upon the person. But you don't have to do something for somebody, but just love on them and care for them. Actions sometimes can be a little bit difficult. We can listen to them, we can see them for who they are, and we can get to know them but we don't know what to do. The one thing we can always do for somebody is pray for them. Pray that they find God's love and mercy and grace. And that's what love looks like. Love that line, love should be shown without pretending. Hate evil, hold on to what is good. Love each other like members of your family. Now, some of our family members, let's be honest, it's kind of hard to share that kind of love with people. Maybe because they don't get it. I know in our family, we tend to be a little bit sarcastic. And if you don't understand that sarcasm, you may not understand what our love looks like. So be aware of that. That maybe you think you're showing them love, but they may think you're the horrible person in the world. Because that's how you share love in your family. Love unconditionally. Could you imagine if we killed people with kindness. Or as Paul said, bless people who harass you, bless and do not curse them. Could you imagine if we bless this world with our love and kindness versus our anger and our bent up rage that we may have? Paul's words here today are hard to struggle with. I mean, they're not that easy to deal with. But when we kill them with kindness, he reminded of those verses in verse 14 and 17. Bless people who harass you. Bless and don't curse them. Be happy with those who are happy and cry with those who are crying. Consider everyone as equal. And don't think that you're better than anyone else. Instead, associate with people who have no status. Don't think that you're so smart. Don't pay back anyone for their evil actions with evil actions but show respect for what everyone else believes is good. We are called by our faith to share God's love. And sometimes that's difficult. 
Sometimes it brings back open wounds of, of difficult situations that we had to deal with. But the only way that we move on from those difficult situations is if we don't just hold on to them and let them eat us alive. The only way that we move on from that brokenness is if we let God have it and let God have it and let it go and move on and move forward and never find ourselves in those situations again and learn from our mistakes or learn from our friends' mistakes. Maybe they weren't listening to you. Maybe you weren't being heard. Maybe you guys weren't being honest with each other about who you are, and about the journey of life that you've lived. How we fix broken relationships, it starts with being centered in God and letting God have some of that brokenness, actually all of the brokenness, and realizing that in the end, none of us are perfect and we'll screw up. But if we learn from those mistakes move on and move forward. Brokenness becomes far and few between. So let your love show. I love that line that, that Shanna shared with the kids today from Martin Luther King. And I think it's a good line for all of us to take on and hold on to today. Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. Could you imagine if we lived life in full love, sharing God's love with everyone that we meet? Be open to listen. And being open to listen doesn't mean you have to agree. It just means you're actively listening. And you're not out to necessarily change them or fix them. You're out to love on them. And if we can do just that, we are modeling the life that Jesus lived. And that's who we're called to be because we're followers of Jesus. So my prayer for you this week is you're going about your daily business and you're going about your life. Let your love show for everyone. Because if we can do that, broken relationships won't keep you up at night. And even if they're a difficult person, you can still say you love them and let that be your prayer and close your eyes and go to sleep because you've given it to God and you're letting it go. That's what love looks like. So may you share God's love to everyone this week. And may those broken relationships that you have be given to God and allow God to do work in them and in on you. Let us pray. Loving God, we come before you today knowing that you love us and you care for us. And as we need you in every hour of our day, may we open ourselves up to you because, Lord, we need you. Oh, Lord, we need you. Every hour we need you. So come and fill our hearts with your peace as we go out into the world to love and to share God's love with everyone. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First Amethyst Church's Sermon Podcast. If you'd love to join us in person, we worship at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings. And you can find out more information about us by going online at tahlequahumc.org.